Well, some of the crowd are on the pitch. This is Gary, and Josh is not here. He is doing a lot of homework, studying for a test, and has his own soccer match today. So, got to get the priorities straight and allow him to do his schoolwork. So, um, you will be listening to me uh, for about the next half hour or so. So, um, hope everyone's doing well. Uh, we love the amount of activity we've been getting from you guys. Um, especially on Instagram, just go to Let's Talk Soccer on Instagram. We're there. Uh, the amount of views and comments and likes and followers has just been outstanding. So thank you so much for that. Okay, let's go ahead. This was a pretty exciting weekend. Um, we are complete with all games, so we'll go ahead and quickly let's just hit on the results. Um, you've probably seen a lot of the highlights um, and or watch the games already. So here's just a quick rundown of where we stand. On Friday, we had one match. That was um, Bournemouth and Brighton. Bournemouth won 2-1. On Saturday, we had uh, quite a few matches. We had, I believe, seven matches. Uh, first up, Crystal Palace and Southampton. Southampton win 1-0 at Palace. Huddersfield, Leicester City come to a 1-1 draw. Liverpool and Burnley also a 1-1 draw. I'm guessing Liverpool a bit of a letdown. I'm sure they were expected to win that one. Newcastle beat Stoke 2-1. So nice win by Newcastle at home. Watford just get trounced by Man City. They lose nil to 6 So um, Man City just looking... Unbeatable right now, quite honestly. They things are just clicking. Things have finally fallen into place, it seems, with them. And uh, um, I feel sorry for any other teams that have to meet up with them if this is uh, how they're going to be playing the rest of the season. West Brom and West Ham come to a, a pretty eventless nil-nil draw, and then finally on Saturday, Spurs and Swansea also a nil-nil draw. I'm sure a letdown for um, Spurs supporters and for the team themselves. Harry Kane, very, very quiet. So uh, for those of you who captained him like I did, that was disappointing. Then we had two matches on Sunday, both of which probably had an equal amount of uh, anticipation. First up, Chelsea and Arsenal. They come to a 0-0 draw. Uh, neither team looking particularly good. Uh, David Luiz gets a straight red card towards the end of the match for Chelsea. So if you have him, you won't be seeing him for a little while on your FPL team. And then um, Wayne Rooney returns back to Old Trafford against Man U. Uh, and Man U come out large on the other side of this with a 4-0 win. Uh, Lukaku could have had a brace or maybe even a little more. Um, ends with a goal. And I know he was captained quite a bit too. All right, so those are the results quickly. Let's look at the table then. We've got all teams have played five matches. Um, in first place, Man City, my team, um, with 13 points. Uh, right below them, also with 13 points, also undefeated, uh, Manchester United. And I believe what I heard, the reason that City is above United is based solely on alphabetical Order, um, but I'll take it. All right, third place, Chelsea, getting back in that hunt. 
with 10 points. Newcastle, in fourth place, moved up a spot um, with nine points. So your top four again, City, United, Chelsea, Newcastle United. Um, fifth place are Spurs. Sixth are Huddersfield. Seven, Burnley. Eight, Liverpool. Nine, Southampton, who moves up. Ten, West Brom moves down. Eleven, Watford. Twelve, Arsenal. Thirteen, Stoke. Those three teams also moving down. Swansea move up to 14th. Leicester are up to 15th. Brighton down to 16th. They're getting close to that relegation zone. Uh, West Ham get out of the relegation zone. Uh, they're in 17th place. Everton drop into the relegation zone with in 18th place. Bournemouth in 19th. And Crystal Palace have not won a match yet. In fact, they've lost all five matches with zero points. So there is the table at a glance. So let's shift gears over to the FPL. All right, so first we're going to start with our team. Josh has a team that he's managing himself, but we sort of co-manage a team as well. Um, Let's see, the average was 29 points. Let me refresh that just to make sure. Yes, average, 29 points. This is after bonus points have been added uh, through the end of the game week. The highest was, uh, looks like, 124, um, and then, or sorry, 121, and then our points were 62, so not too bad. Um, Here's how we lined up. In goal, we had Elliott, who got us three points. Could have been worse. We had Foster um, on the bench. Actually had him in originally, and then rotated him out and put Elliott in. Elliott allowed that one goal. Um, Foster had a clean sheet, but he only got five points because, um, I think he got a yellow card. So, Elliot with three, Cedric with six, got a clean sheet, Bailly with five, got a clean sheet, but also got a yellow card, and then Davies, who didn't play at all, which just completely baffles me, and millions of other people who own him, uh, got zero. I'm expecting that, uh, one of my other defenders, I guess Mbemba, might, um... Be put in for him, so I might get a couple extra points because Mbemba got two. Uh, got Gross uh, in midfield, got seven. Uh, Deli Alley only got three. David Silva got 11. He's a dream teamer this week. Mkhitaryan got nine. Um, so midfield on average did well. Um, Kane did horribly for me. He was my captain, so he got me four points. Lukaku, another dream teamer, got 12. And then Josselu, who disappointed, only got Two on the bench. I mentioned I have Foster who got five, and Bemba got two. Ward Prowse got one, and Angel Rangel, who everybody loves and has him as their their four point zero million dollar defender, um, got zero as well. So that is uh, that is our official team. Next, then we are going to take a look at this week's Dream Team. So this is the Game Week 5 Dream Team. Overall amount of points generated by this team, if you could have all these players, is 133 points. But I'm sure that from a budgetary standpoint and the fact that there's more than three players from a team on here, you could not actually put this team together. The top player was Sergio Aguero, um, who was just absolutely on fire, got a hat trick, and I think had an assist. Um with 20 points. In goal, Fabianski with 11. Uh, three defenders, Valencia with 15, Otamendi with 12, Kyle Walker with 10. 
Uh, we've got five in the midfield. Davis with 11. Richie with 11. Had a great game. David Silva, who's on our team, uh, got 11. Sermon with 10. And Arfield with 10. And then up top, we've got two. Uh, Aguero with 20, as we mentioned. And then Lukaku with 12. So a great showing from those players. Okay. So um, the overall Dream Team. So this is a composite of uh, all five game weeks. Total of 376 points generated um, across these players. Um, Aguero leads the way with 41 points. Uh, The Aguero that everyone thought was washed up, the Aguero that no one thought uh, would start now that Jesus is around, um, has just been motivated and playing great, and I I love to see it. Um, In goal, Fabianski with 29 points, three defenders, Valencia with 36, uh, Davies with 32, and Bailly with 32. So we've got two Man U defenders back there. Uh, And then Davies, for God knows what reason, didn't play um, this weekend. Uh, In the midfield, we've got four. We've got Mkhitaryan with 37, Salah with 34, Erickson with 33, and Gross with 32. And then we have three forwards. Uh, Aguero, as we mentioned, with 41, Lukaku with 37, and Jamie Vardy uh, with 33. So that uh, feels like a bit of a surprise, but it's good to see him on there. Looking at the highest scoring team, so we post these every week too up on the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. Um, The team... um, well, I guess maybe there's multiple teams, but at least the one that they're showing. It says that 121 points is the high for the week, but it shows that that this player got 124 points. So I'm not quite sure how that happened, but it did. Um, in goal, he had Lossel with two points. Higazi with six on defense and three fellow defenders. Fernandez with eight. Keane with zero. And Otamendi with 12. Four midfielders. Ali. With three, Salah with 10, Xhaka with three, and David Silva with 11. Um, And then up top, two forwards, Vardy with nine, and he triple captained Aguero, so he got 60. So almost half of his points came from Aguero alone. And just in case you're curious, although he didn't play bench boost, he had Foster in goal with five, Zanka with two, uh, Ducore with one, and Firmino with So chose – that's interesting. Um, All right. Then the overall – so for the Let's Talk Soccer um, League, which we love, we've got well over a 1,000 people. Thank you guys for participating. If you haven't yet and you want to, um, the code to join – it's a private league, I guess. The code to join is in – our bio on the Instagram page. So it's easy to find. We've still got people asking for it. So that's the best place to go to get it. Um, I'll go through like the, the top 10 on the leaderboard here. We've got um, a team with no name. Um, but uh, let's see. Team with no name, but it's a lot of dots. Uh, Tanmay Mandot, I guess, owns the team. He's the manager or she. Um, with uh, Got 66 for the game week, 321 Overall, second place is Indigo. Uh, third place is Bahalu FC. Fourth place is BPFC. Fifth place is just the name City. Uh, hopefully for Man City. Uh, sixth is 
Jesus, Jesus, or Jesus United, depending on your, your pronunciation. Uh, seventh place is Hamageezer FC. Um, eighth place is Rashik 14. Ninth place is Tiki Taka. I like that one. And tenth place is Oliver's Travel. So um, we will also post uh, the leaderboard, as many as we can squeeze onto the screen there. So we give you guys some recognition um, for your efforts. So thank you again for participating with us. And then last up, we like to do this too. So the number one player in the world who has 359 points so far. Um, overall rank is one out of a total number of players, which is 5,016,938. This player got... Um, looks like 109 points for the game week. Um, he played, or she, played bench boost. Um, uh, let's see, in goal, starting 11 here first up. In goal, Loris with six. Three defenders, Higazi with six, Schindler with one, Zonka with two. Four midfielders, Deli Alley with three, De Bruyne with six. I should have never gotten rid of him. Uh, let's see, Juan, or Matic um, with six. And then Pogba, interestingly enough, he left in. I guess doesn't want to get rid of him uh, with zero, of course. Uh, Bonnie with one. So we've got three forwards. Bonnie with one, Aguero with four, who was his captain. And then Lukaku was the vice captain, got 12 points. On the bench, because they played bench boost, Foster with five, Richie with 11, great choice, Lascales uh, with eight, and Ben Mee with two. So, well done. The name of this team, in case you're curious, is, uh, let's see, it is Patrick Thistle is the name of the team. So, um, again, congratulations to that player. So, that kind of takes us through all of the... Uh, the FPL scores and uh, players and dream teams and all that good sort of stuff. So why don't we go ahead then and turn our attention to game week six because now we've enjoyed any success we might have had in game week five. Now we need to start looking at the upcoming game week. All right, so let's go ahead then and take a look at the upcoming game week, which is game week six. Hard to believe that we're already six weeks into this season. Um, <clears throat> all right. First up, I want to go through the latest injuries and bans. This is usually Josh's favorite part, but since I'm filling in on both sides of the microphone today, I'll go ahead and take it over. Um, <clears throat> a lot of key players here, a lot of you will, will own at least one of these players. They, they have some decent ownership out there. So, so listen up and of course, always check, um, you know, if there's major uh, things going on, you can check the Let's Talk Soccer Instagram page. Otherwise, you know, check through the, the Premier League app or their Twitter account, you know, the team's pages, whatever um, is your uh, preferred method. All right, first up, we have Pedro out. He has an ankle injury, 75% chance of playing. David Luiz, as you might have seen, Got a straight red. He's out until October 14th. So if you have Louise, you need to think about, do I change formations so that I need one less uh, defender? Do I need to transfer him out and bring someone in? Or do I have uh, someone on my bench that I can put in his place? Danny Welbeck, 
groin injury, 75% chance. Also from Arsenal, we have Theo Walcott, who has a calf injury, 75% chance. Meza Ozil, knee injury, 75% chance. If you have ownership in Arsenal players, take a, take a good look at your team. Jamie Vardy, 75% chance, has a groin injury. We have James Collins of West Ham, has an ankle injury, also 75%. Charlie Austin of Southampton uh, has a, a knock, or as Josh would say, a knock, 75% chance of playing. Uh, Kurt Zuma, let's see, cannot play against parent club Chelsea on 9-23 or September 23rd due to conditions of loan deal. Interesting. Did not know that. Can't imagine he has a huge ownership, but that's kind of interesting. <clears throat> Tim Cruel, unavailable for the home encounter with parent club Newcastle on September 24th due to the conditions of his loan agreement. Interesting that that happened twice um, in this podcast. All right, Steve Cook of Bournemouth is has a knee injury. He is 75%. Bruno of Brighton has a back injury, 75% chance. Hogberg of Southampton granted personal leave ahead of the 9-16 clash with Crystal Palace. So that was this that was yesterday, Saturday, following the birth of his daughter. Um, but he is expected back um, uh, for the game um, on the 23rd. So just keep an eye. Again, I can't imagine there's a whole lot of ownership out there. Matty James of Leicester City, Achilles injury, 75% chance. Christian Fuchs of Leicester City has an eye injury. Ow. Uh, 75% chance of playing. And lastly, we have Munai, which I know has decent ownership. Um, and he has a Canuck, 75% chance, although he hasn't been playing very well anyway. So I'm not quite sure that's going to matter for a whole lot of people. We will talk about him again in a minute. Next up, and I really do like um, this segment because it, it kind of tells the tale of, you know, first thing you want to do maybe is look at uh, sort of a macro, take a macro look at um, at teams and then sort of drill down and go more micro and say, okay, who from these teams do I want in my starting 11 or who, I, who do I want on my team? Who do I not want on my team? So let's go look at the FDR. So again, that is a fixture difficulty rating. Um, One to five is the scale. One being the easiest, five being the most difficult. Um, We have a lot of twos. There's no ones, but we do have a lot of twos. So let's go through. We're going to go through each matchup, and I'll give you each team's FDR versus their opponent so you can kind of see how these things lay out. First up is West Ham versus Spurs. West Ham have a four, Spurs have a two. So definitely in Spurs' favor in that respect. Burnley, Huddersfield, Burnley a two, Huddersfield a three. So a three could go either way. Um, Everton, Bournemouth. Everton has a two FDR, Bournemouth has a four. Man City, Crystal Palace. City have a two, Palace have a four. The way things have been going for Palace, I'm, I'm surprised that Man City doesn't have a one, to be frank. Um, Southampton versus Man U. Southampton, a four. Man U, a three. Stoke, Chelsea. Stoke with a four. Chelsea with a two FDR. So looking good for Chelsea. Swansea, 
versus Watford. Swansea has a two, and Watford have a two. So you can, if you have players from either team, or you're looking for players from either team, <clears throat> you have just at least in in this uh, statistic an equally good chance um, of playing players from either side. Leicester City versus Liverpool. Leicester have a four. Liverpool have a three. So those are all of Saturday's matches, next Saturday. On Sunday, we have one match. It's Brighton and Newcastle. Both teams have an FDR of two. So take your pick there. And then on Monday, we have Arsenal-West Brom. Arsenal with a two. They're playing at home, and West Brom are coming in, and West Brom have a an FDR of four. So again, that just sort of tees things up a little bit, puts it in perspective of players maybe that you don't want to start because of their FDR, players that you do want to start because of FDR, or maybe you're even looking at, at transferring and uh, either getting rid of or bringing in players. So then let's go ahead and, uh, and take a look at those players. So uh, this is kind of the one I like to call lose or choose, either drop them or get them. Or maybe not even necessarily drop, but maybe don't start them. You know, you may want to bench them. Um, <clears throat> first up, uh, this is in no particular order of preference. Um, and again, this is either just get rid of altogether if you're sick of them, or um, or maybe just don't start them. Uh, and part of this could be due to the FDR that we just talked about, and part of it could also be just they're just having a bad season, or maybe they're having a great season. So um, you know, you got to take lots of things into account. First up, Josh King. He has been nowhere near performing like he was last year. Um, he's a decent price. Um, if you have him, I would suggest maybe dropping him in before his uh, his value decreases. And uh, he's just not producing. So <clears throat> not. I think I had him once upon a time, or he was at least in my close to final draft of my starting 11 and decided something just wasn't right. Uh, same sort of thing here. Chicharito got off to a great start in the season and has sort of fallen flat. West Ham don't seem to be going anywhere fast. Uh, his teammate, Michael Antonio, same sort of thing. There are other midfielders um, that you could bring in uh, of an equal or lesser value that I think would produce more results for you. Munayi, who I told you we'd come back to him, um, you know, sort of a, a hot property for a little while. He's got a little injury now and just hasn't been... Uh, generating the kind of FPL points that he was uh, a little while ago. <clears throat> Wayne Hennessy, uh, purely from the standpoint that um, that they have a, a very difficult matchup coming up, going to the Etihad and playing Man City. So I would not, if you have him on your team, maybe don't drop him, but I certainly wouldn't start him. Uh, Christian Benteke, <clears throat> um, for a similar reason, but also he's just not generating the points that, that he could or he should. Uh, Loftus-Cheek, same sort of thing. Uh, Fraser Forster, based solely on FDR and the difficulty of what he's going to have to face in his upcoming match. Yoshida, Stephen Davis, Ryan Bertrand, and Cedric. And Nathan Redman and Tadic. All uh, of the same ilk. Chupo Moting, same sort of thing. The FDR, the matchup. <clears throat> Jack Butland, Again, don't get rid of him, but um, maybe rotate in your your substitute goalkeeper if you can. Hesse had a pretty good bang to the start of the season, kind of falling quiet there. Jamie Vardy, uh, not the best matchup. 
uh, for Leicester City coming up, um, hosting Liverpool. And I don't know, the, the Leicester City boys just haven't been uh, generating the on-the-pitch product that they probably should or they could. Um, so they're also then Mares and Harry Maguire, I would say the same things for. And then Etienne Capu um, generated some decent points last season and just not clicking. So those are the players that I would either get rid of or at least not start in game week six. So then to end this segment on a positive note, Gary, who should we be looking at? Well, I'm glad you asked. Um, All right, and we'll kind of go team by team here. So from Arsenal, and these are the teams with either the FDR of two um, or possibly three, and three means sort of, you know, approach with caution. And these aren't solely based on FDR, um, but like I said, it's a great starting place. And, of course, you would want to pick, you look at those teams and then say, okay, who from those teams are doing really, really well and can benefit my team? And this is these are those players. Um, from Arsenal, you've got Kolasinac, who's been playing quite well lately, Lacazette, um, you know, and Arsenal were a little quiet this weekend, but they'll bounce back. They're playing at home. Um, and Koscielny. <clears throat> For Brighton, Gross um, had an assist, I believe, this weekend. So he's had a couple of good weekends in a row. I would go ahead and keep the faith in him. Uh, I actually put him on my FPL team, I think, last week. Um, and he did well for me. Burnley, Robbie Brady, and Sam Vokes. Take a look at those guys, especially if you're looking for some value. Uh, for Chelsea, <clears throat> Marata, uh, again, kind of quiet this weekend as were both teams in that Arsenal-Chelsea matchup. Um, Marcus Alonso as Piliqueta, and maybe even Fabregas. Look at him. There's some injuries in that uh, that Chelsea midfield, so he may get <clears throat> a little bit of playing time. And he's he's good occasionally for uh, for some uh, some fantasy points. Everton, <clears throat> Rooney, and I would keep an eye on Rooney. He's got his, uh, his, I guess it's called over in the UK, drink driving. We call it drunk driving here in the States. Um, he's got his uh, court appearance coming up on m- this Monday. Um, <clears throat> so depending on how that goes, you know, keep an eye on Rooney. Um, Jordan Pickford and Keane. You can consider putting all those guys on your team or even just starting them if you already have them. Huddersfield, this is one of those FDR of three, so approach with caution, but Lossel and Ince. Ince has been in on a lot of uh, activity lately, um, and Lossel's been strong in goal. He's a quality goalkeeper, so look at those two. Liverpool also has an FDR of three, so again, approach with caution. But um, I would not necessarily go out and get anyone new from Liverpool, but if you have players already and players that aren't injured or sitting out for any other reason, um, go ahead and don't lose the faith in your Liverpool players. Man City, honestly, take your pick. They are clicking on all sides. Um, As long as they're going to start, I would say go ahead and get them. Um, You know, uh, and again, be smart about your picks. Don't pick a CDM if you're looking to get points, um, that's not what they're there for. So uh, just be smart about, you know, when people grab uh, or comment that, why don't you have Angola contact? Well, um, it's because he's rarely involved in assists or goals. Yes, he had, he got some good points last weekend, but um, that's a rare thing. Okay. Um, so again, for City, just, I mean, uh, you know, anyone from that squad, 
you're pretty good with. Man U, a little bit of caution because um, they're playing against a good Southampton defense. Um, of course, the usuals, and most people have Lukaku, Mkhitaryan. Of course, Pogba's out for a bit. Um, their defenders are fantastic. De Gea has a, a high ownership. Um, so beyond the obvious, I'd say look at Juan Mata. He's been playing well. He actually played really well today against Everton, too. He's getting involved in stuff. He's on the occasional free kick, so take a look at him. Um, Newcastle, Las Kellys, and I'm sorry, I just completely butchered his name, um, Las Kellys. Uh Elliot in goal. Um, I put him in this weekend. Uh, I think he allowed one goal, which was unfortunate. I was hoping for a clean sheet. Um, but he did have a lot of saves and got some bonus for that. Spurs, Erickson. There's a debate between Ali and Erickson always. I have Ali on my team. I wish in hindsight I would have chosen Erickson solely for the fact that he does get more bonus points than Ali. And Kane, no goals this weekend again, um, but he's been red hot, you know, in the month of September up until that point. So stay with him. Be patient. Um, Swansea, Fabianski in goal. Um, and Renato Sanchez, I know he's kind of attractive, you know, uh, to take on your team because he came from Bayern Munich and uh, this and that. But I don't know. I think the jury's still out. I don't know that I would jump on that chance right now um, if you don't have to. Watford, Kiko Firmina um, has been playing quite well. Um, and then a couple of ones, if you want to take a risk and think that maybe they'll start or come in and make a big impact, I would say Coutinho. And Eden Hazard. I think Hazard will probably end up starting. Um, he came on um, in the Chelsea-Arsenal match. Um, he looked good. So I think uh, he's expensive, but um, I think he's well worth the price. And lastly, just want to leave you guys with a bit of a tip. So um, posted the high score through Saturday's matches on Saturday evening. Um, and the high score, I believe that the owner of that team had um, triple-captained Aguero, which in hindsight was was great. It was fortunate. Um, but my stance at least, and I think Josh would say the same thing, is don't use those chips. And that not, not only for triple-captain, but your bench boost, your free hit, um, don't use those until you have a double game week. Because not only... In this case, if this were a double game week, would that captain have gotten triple points for Aguero in the game this weekend? But his second game of the game week, he would also be getting triple points. So um, use those wisely. Sometimes people use them in the hopes of um, just getting on the leaderboard and having the high score for a day, which is fine. But if you're really looking to compete over the course of a season, I would suggest double game weeks for those guys. So just a word to the wise, and that's what I plan on doing for my team. Anyway, guys, we love you. Thank you so much. We have been getting followers like crazy lately, so thank you um, for following us on Instagram. Uh, we sort of share all of that stuff on Twitter, too, so you can just find us on Twitter at Let's Talk Soccer 2. That's the number two. On Instagram, it's just Good old Let's Talk Soccer. Um, if you're hearing this podcast, thank you for that. If you haven't already, please subscribe to us so you just get the automatic downloads. We do this podcast every week, and we've done it each and every week since December 2015. So um, we don't plan on letting up anytime soon. 
And if you haven't already, please tell your friends about it and have them subscribe as well because sharing is caring. Yes, it is. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much. Um, Stay in touch with us um, on Instagram especially, but there's other ways to reach us. And uh, we will see you on the other side of Game Week 6. Until then, we say peace.